So that power is made available. And that power is a tremendous power. It's a great power made available. But I want to connect it to what we started talking about earlier. When we were looking at Matthew 6. And um, I was talking about what Jesus taught in Matthew 6. The last verse of Matthew 6 is one of the scriptures we're conversant with. It says, but seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. Amen. All right. Towards the end. Verse 33, I believe. Yeah. And all these things shall be added unto you. But this, the, the, the story started from verse 1. Hallelujah. Are we together? Okay. In that same chapter, we find Jesus. Go back to verse 1. Let's just look at verse 1. Then we'll start. Take heed that you do not your arms before men. He's talking about giving, arms giving. To be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. They talked about giving, talked about prayer, talked about fasting. Then at the end, he says, seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. That means that this prayer, giving, and fasting are acts of righteousness. Amen. Are you listening to me? They are what? Acts of righteousness. They are the practice of righteousness. Amen. Are we together? Now, but that's not where I'm going to. Where I'm going to is this. That Jesus took time. Do you know that before Jesus came, they were doing those things. Oh? They were praying. They were fasting. They were giving. What Jesus came to do was to correct how they were doing it. Are you listening to me? It's to correct how you are do- they were doing it. He said, hey, 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 there's a way you are doing this, you are giving. You are doing it to be celebrated. He said, no, 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 no. Don't do it that way. Praise God. So he was correcting the motive for giving. Then he corrected how they were praying. He said, when you pray, do not use vain repetitions. Don't pray that way as the heathen pray. Then he told them how to pray. Now, he didn't tell them to stop giving. He didn't tell them to, tell them to stop praying. He didn't tell them to stop fasting. He only told them to how to do it better. Amen. Then he said, when you fast, don't look miserable. He said, man, it's been a long day, man. Do you know I've been fasting? Help me and just suggest how many days you think I've been fasting. <laughs> he said, um, two days. No. Look at my neck now. Can it be two days? He says, if men have praised you that you are fasting, you already have your reward. Amen. If they praise you, hey, fasting machine. Amen. He said, you have your reward. In essence, there is a reward for fasting. Amen. That comes from the Father himself. There is a reward for prayer that comes from the Father himself. There is a reward for giving that comes from him. Then he said, do it in secret. He will reward you what? Openly. Amen. Are we together? Now, so these are acts of righteousness. Okay? Everybody say giving. Prayer. Fasting. As we're closing this year, apply yourself to these acts of righteousness. If you have, we've been doing this downloading and you have not fasted, set out a day before the year ends and fast. Pray. 
I wanted to talk more about fasting. You know, because I discovered that people could be born again for a long time and not understand some very important things. Listen, if you don't know anything, but you understand how to pray, it will lead you to know things you didn't know. Amen. Are you with me? Yeah. And so, you find that when you start yielding yourself, as we're doing now, you came for downloading 2019, and you gathered, you just came and you just joined to pray, something will come out of it. Amen. Something will come out of it. Now, so, prayer, fasting, giving. Everybody say prayer, fasting, giving. These are three powerful weapons. Amen. Amen. That anybody that knows how to hold it or use it can never be subdued. Amen. And so, I read to you, for some of you that have been following from when we started, verse 19 and 20 of Matthew 6, where he now said that, lay not up for yourselves treasures. So it means that when you are praying, when you are fasting, when you are giving, you are laying up what? Treasures. It means that the scripture is calling it an investment. Amen. Are you listening to me? The scripture is referring to it as an investment. That prayer is an investment. Fasting is an investment. The spiritual inv- it yields something. And giving is an investment. Amen. Lean up, up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. Verse 20. But lay up for yourselves and it is for yourself. It's for me. Amen. Treasures in heaven where moth nor rust doth what moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. Amen. So, anytime I do this, I am laying up treasures for myself. A good example we saw was the story of Cornelius in the book of Acts. The Bible says that he was a devout man. Hallelujah. That means he was a religious man that feared God. Now, but he was not born again. Hello? Are you with me? He has not received Christ. Are we together? You find the story, Acts 10, Acts 11. Now, he had not received Christ, but he was a religious man. But he knew two things. He was praying and giving. Amen. Are we together? He was praying and giving. Go to Acts 10. Uh, yeah. Let's look at it from verse 1, please. And there was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. All centurions were non-Jews. Are you with me? For you to be a centurion, you must be Roman. Alright? They were non-Jews. All centurions were non-Jews. So he said, he was a centurion of the band called the Italian band. A devout man. Um, Brother Joseph, everybody that is outside, tell him to come inside and sit down. Everybody that is outside. 
A devout man, one that feared God with all his house. Did you see that? Which gave much alms to the people. That's giving. And prayed to God always. This man had not received Christ. Amen. But he was applying himself to giving and praying. Hallelujah. And something had to be done for him. Verse 3. He saw in a vision, evidently, about the ninth hour of the day, this is about 3 p.m., an angel of God coming to him and saying unto him, Cornelius, keep going. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, What did he say? Let's read it together. I want to go. Thy prayers and thine arms are come up for a memorial before God. Verse 5. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon whose son is Peter. Go back to verse 4. Verse 4 is my focus. In 2008, oh sorry, 2009, I was in Texas and um, I slept. I was staying in the home of a relative of mine. So you know how those kind of rooms that don't have locks on the door. So I can't lock it from inside. But I slept off. And then someone walked into the room, you know, and said, when you go back to Nigeria, have seven days of prayer and giving. And then person quoted the scripture, Acts chapter 10, verse 4, and left. So I, I thought it was my auntie that was talking to me. <laughs> you understand that? So I woke up and I said, did you come into my room? She said, no. Did you talk to me? She said, no. Did you say anything about going back to Nigeria? She said, no. I, I didn't even come to your room. Praise God. So we came back. And um, that's the first year we had... We started our conventions again. Amen. And then we had prayer and giving. Amen. Now, so I want you to understand something here. Follow me. And when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thy arms are come up. Now, where was the prayer done? Was it on earth? No, I'm asking, where, was, where, did, where did Cornelius stay to pray the prayer? In his house on earth. Okay. But where did the prayers mount up as a memorial? Where? Before God. In heaven. Hallelujah. This is the clear example of laying up treasures. Amen. Are we together? Of laying up treasures. He was praying on earth. But the angel came and announced to him that that's your prayer and that's your giving. It has come up as a memorial before God. Are you with me? And that was amazing. Praise God. And do you know that the angel, do you know what the angel came to do? To direct him to where he will be saved. That means that this man, kingdom needs him. Amen. And directed him not to any 
and any church. Amen. He directed him to Renaissance Assembly Streets. How do I know? The pastor's name is Peter. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. He directed him to Peter straight. Amen. Glory to God. And so, what we're doing here, our prayers are coming up as a memorial. Amen. Amen. Concerning 2019. Hallelujah. So, we are doing something that is deliberate. So, now what about givings? Paul used the language. The language Paul used in Philippians 4 all of us always read verse 19. But let's start from verse 14 of Philippians 4. And look at it down. Um, notwithstanding, you have well done that you did communicate with my affliction. Keep going. 15. Now, ye Philippians know also that in the be- beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even, is it 15 we just read? Alright. For even Thessalonica, even in Thessalonica, ye sent once and again unto my necessity. Now listen to the language Paul used here. Can we read verse 17 together? Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. What account is he talking about? Hallelujah. Amen. Are we together? Paul used a language here that suggests that when people give, something abounds to their account. Amen. Alright? He used that language. It's after here, verse 19, he now said, But my God shall supply all your needs according to riches and glory by Christ Jesus. But I want to read verse 17 in um, some other translation. There's a translation I saw once. Uh, flip to N- NLT. Um, let me be sure. No message. All right. Go to Amplified and come back to message. Let me just check something. Thank you. Go back to message. We'll come back. Amplified is the last one. Read now. Message translation. Those of you listening in, Philippians four seventeen says, "Not that I'm looking for handouts, but I do want you to experience the blessing." That issues from generosity. Amen. Tap your neighbor and say, there is a blessing. That issues from generosity. Glory to God. There is a blessing. And a lot of times believers don't understand that part. So, when we talk about prayer, fasting, giving. That giving is generosity. Amen. Acts of generosity. He said the blessing that issues. He wants them to experience there are many believers that have not and don't experience the blessing that issues from generosity. Why? Because they don't give themselves to acts of generosity. Lift your right hand and say, in the name of Jesus, my heart is open to give myself to acts of generosity. Amen. Listen to me. Not just because we're closing the year. As we enter the new year, learn to separate yourself to prayer, fasting, and giving. Amen. Amen. There should be seasons in your life 
where you, now you might pray every day. You might give something a little every day. But there should be seasons in your life where you dedicate yourself to commit to more prayer. To seasons of fasting. And what I call sacrificial givings. Amen. There should be seasons in your life like that. Some people don't have moments where they do special givings. They're always giving handouts. You know what handouts are? When it's time to give. Let me just check. Let me just check. No. They don't have time where they prepare and set to give big. People that give big plan to give big. Amen. (laughs) They plan to give big. So, these are blessings that issue from generosity. Let's go to Amplified Version. Amplified. And I, I was blessed by Dickens Subai's ministration. Put your hands together, amen, for that exhortation. Amen. Not that I seek or am eager for your gifts, but I do seek and I'm eager for the fruits, the results, the product, which increases to your credits. Amen. The harvest of blessing that is accumulating to your accounts. Praise God. So there is an account. Amen. I said there is an account. And that's what the scripture is saying. Someone asked me a question. He said, is our prosperity directly connected to our giving? I said yes. He said, I thought our prosperity is directly connected to the sacrifice of Jesus. I said, your giving is an expression of how much you believe in the sacrifice of Jesus. Your giving is an expression of how much you believe in the sacrifice of Jesus. Amen. So we can say that your prosperity is directly directly connected to your giving. You can be born again. Okay, let me ask you a question. Have you not seen people that were born again and they died out of sickness? Have you not seen? Is has Jesus Christ not paid for your sicknesses to be healed? Amen. Has he not? I'm asking now. Are you uh, are you fasting your speech too? <laughs> Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Is, has Jesus Christ not paid? For our sicknesses and diseases. Have you not seen believers that have died of sickness and disease? (laughs) So what happened? In the same way, Jesus Christ had paid. In his redemption, your prosperity was covered. But there are believers that will die because they could not pay hospital bill. Amen. There are believers that will die because they were broke. If you read even the Bible, there was a prophet, prophet, man of God, that was owing a death. Alright? And they came to collect his two sons. Because the man had died and he had not paid. And the debtors came to collect the two sons. As collateral. Amen. Man of God. And the woman they couldn't do anything about it. Praise God. That means that his gifts could not make him prosperous. Are you understanding me? No. Are you listening to me? 
Oh, there's something Bishop Edikbo said. It has never left me. He said that prosperity, prosperity is a covenant. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It's a covenant. When something is a covenant, it means that you have your parts. I have my parts. Amen. <laughs> he said, when it comes to prosperity, understand this as a covenant. That means I have my parts. Praise God. And you have your parts. So, the harvest of blessing accumulating to your account. Prayer, fasting, giving. This season, this Christmas season, you know, some people don't understand. Somebody did something to, oh, some Christmas day, yeah? My neighbor, you know, <laughs> um, I know my children have been in faith, you know. They have been in faith for many things. <laughs> Glory to God. So my neighbor came down and uh, knocked on our door. I was like, oh, how are you? He said he wants to see the children. And then he had Naira notes, you know, clean ones. And then he started sharing for all of them. You know, he gave them, each of them money. I can't remember. Uh, Jeremiah, Joshua, Diana gave them money. So we decided that let us also give them money. Amen. Since they are receiving money. Amen. You know. But I knew, I understood what he was doing. I'm not, God didn't tell me. Alright. The Spirit of God didn't say something to me. You know, there are some things that you can be related, you could be close to someone. For example, my wife might not say something to me, but I understand what she's thinking. I don't always want her to understand what I'm thinking, but, you know, me, 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 me understand what she's thinking. I just, I mean, <laughs> you know, so I understand what she's thinking. Because we're close. Now, when the guy came and gave the money, I understood in the spirit what was going to happen. Amen. Alright? He's a bachelor. Praise God. And he came downstairs. And of all houses, it's my house you came. <laughs> I just had me. And started sharing money for each other. I just laughed. I didn't say anything to him anyway. But I know that 2019 will not be the same for him. Glory to God. Are we together? Let me tell you something. How the Spirit of God operates. Some people say, oh God, help me. How does God help you? He will lead you to do something. Amen. That will turn things in your favor. Are you listening to me? That's what has pushed that guy. Maybe he has his mother that's carried his picture to Shiloh. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? <laughs> you understand that? And I prayed, oh! Hey! And prayed that prayer for him. Then on his path, the, the, the angel that was sent in that prayer... We start moving. Go and give those children money. Go and give those children money. Are you understanding? The, 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 the transaction will not be complete until that giving side happens. Are you listening to me? Okay, let me tell you something. My wife shared with me how they were moved. She just came and said that they were going to do an outreach in, uh, what's the name of the place? Mboshmini. Hello, okay. You know? And then 
they started putting things together, people were giving. You know, they just, also just within a group of people, it was not, you know, announced like that, you know, just like that. I just heard people were doing that, that, that. Then they went. What you have done is that a transaction has been completed. Let me explain something to you. What you observe is that the land, that place, will open to you more than it has opened before. Are you understand? That's what a lot of people don't understand about giving. They don't understand about giving. You think, you see, all these companies that go to a place and then they do corporate social responsibility. You don't, you don't understand. It's a spiritual law. Are you understanding me? It's a spiritual law. It's a spiritual law. There are some places you are cell meeting. You are being evangelized, evangelized, evangelizing. Nothing is happening. Start sowing seeds in that place. The place will open. Amen. Are you listening to me? The place will open. And the fruit you will get from there. There are people in this church that came in from some places. I know what happened in that place before they came. Amen. Are you listening to me? I know what happened in that place before they came. I saw somebody in church on today's was it on Tuesday. Tuesday was the last time he was sitting somewhere. I was just laughing. I've not seen him for a long time. You know, I was like ah. He came, I was looking at his face and I remembered where we met. And I've told the story before. He's someone that in our former venue. You know, the road into the place, if a car is on the road, you might not be able to pass um, well. So he parked his car wrong, and we had, a, we had an altercation. So I came out, and I said, why did you park your car? And he, we, he was abusing us, you know, da, 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 da. You know, we, we said we were going to pound this car, you know. We, blah, blah, blah. That's how we met him. He was angry. He now drove home. At home, we had come the previous week. To share CDs. We did 500,000 5, CDs. I can't remember how many now. In that area. That's where these people came from. Amen. That, is that area that has given us a nominee pastor. Amen. Yeah. Are you understand what I'm saying? See, this thing works, so oh. it works. That's some of you don't know. How, some of you don't even know how you came here. Maybe you should ask me. Amen. <laughs> you know the physical explanation. You don't know the spiritual explanation. Amen. All right. So the brother, the young man, in anger, went home after quarreling with us. As he was home, he was so angry. God is awesome. <laughs> I say, ear tingling miracle. God is awesome. He was so angry. As he entered his house, he said he wanted to cool down because of the anger. So he was looking for a CD to play music. As he put his hand and put the CD and sat down. Instead, a message said, play. He mistakenly put a message instead of a CD, a, a music CD. So he said, no, 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 that's all. So he tried to remove it and looked at the cover and saw my picture, the person that shouted at him. <laughs> Amen. You know? That was the person. So he played it. He was blessed and he came back to church to apologize. How do you explain that kind of thing? <laughs> Amen. How do you explain that kind of thing? Am I communicating? What I'm trying to say to you is this. There are natural things. They look natural that are spiritual. Amen. They are spiritual. It's very spiritual. 
So some of you, now you're spending time praying, praying, praying. This season of Christmas, where people are going and are giving people things. Come and give people money. Oh, give people food. They uh, uh, bought rice and chicken. They share it. I pray that you that is a believer understands it more than even those that are just doing it religiously because their grandfather taught them, because their father taught them. You should do it with revelation. Consciously bring joy to people. Amen? And watch what will happen in 2019. Are you listening to me? Let this holiday, some of you call it, Christmas season, not end without your prayer, fasting, and giving complete. Amen? Are you listening to me? Let it not end. There are some of you that only know how to give other people's things. You don't give your own. You know that people like that? You know, you have a friend, that's it. Hey boy, oh boy, make we help these people. Make we help these people. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much you hold there? <laughs> you know, I say, I have 500. He say, make it 1,000. <laughs> it's always another person's money. Amen. He doesn't bring his own, but it's a very good, I mean, we use the word suggester. <laughs> you know, to give this people something. <laughs> Amen. You know that poor like that? No, 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 no. There's something about your own giving. Amen. Listen to me, even if you're a child here, you are a minor. Alright? You're living with your parents. Start learning how to give your own. Amen. Are you listening to me? Okay. Wives. You, let's, you know, let's assume you're a housewife. You don't work. Your husband earns everything. Don't always be looking for ways to collect your husband's money to give. Out of the money that you have, start learning how to give your own. Are you listening to me? You'll be amazed that there are some people that have never given their own. Never given their own. Start learning how to give your own. Praise God. So, prayer. Everybody say prayer. prayer. Fasting. Fasting. Giving. Say again, prayer. prayer. Fasting. Fasting. Giving. Where I'm going to is fasting. Oh. Amen. Prayer. Prayer. Fasting. Fasting. Giving. Jesus did not stop it. He came and showed how to actually do it. Before I enter fasting, let me just talk a little about giving. You see, there is no loss in giving. Amen. They were quoting Jesus when the Bible says, It is more blessed to give than to receive. When you are pursuing a project and you are praying and fasting, be sensitive to the giving opportunities that's open to you at that moment. Did you hear me? There is no time we're doing any projects in this church that we don't give to another ministry. Amen. Are you listening to me? There's no time. When we are in faith, we're praying and fasting. We're sensitive to the giving opportunities that break out at that moment. 
were preparing for convention. A lady walked in here. I met my wife, blah, 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 blah. You know? So she came and was telling me what the person said. So what we would do? I said we will give her. I said I would rather be wrong in the giving <laughs> than be right and trying to be right and not miss the opportunity. Amen. Praise God. Are you listening to me? There are times where we're preparing. I was preparing to move homes years ago. I was where I was staying. And I needed money. Home and abroad, I don't remember how much it was. I can't remember. But it was no more than 20,000 naira. You know? 15 or 20, something like that. Someone came to look for me. He was going for his traditional marriage. <laughs> he said, Please remove shame from my face. Amen. <laughs> and he explained the whole story to me. I gave him everything that I had. He would think I gave him something. But that was everything that I had. But I knew why I was doing it. Because I was looking for the giving opportunity. And it opened. Praise God. So be sensitive about that. Sometimes it, it will just come in a subtle way. We were having a project one time. One guy came here. They said whether he was drunk or some, 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 something. I was in my office. I was just praying. You know, I was alone. I was just praying. I was just praying. I was just praying. You know, then they came and knocked. I said, someone was looking for me. I said, well, who is the person? They said, yes, they want to send him here. I said, no, that's the person. Amen. That, that's the person. That's the person. He's, he's the one. Hold him. Take. Go and give him. Amen. That was the giving opportunity. And the thing we were believing God for dropped. A sister, I was in faith for a money, a particular amount of money. Years ago, a sister came and brought her first fruit. The first fruit was 80,000 naira. I will never forget. She came and said, Pastor, this is my first fruit. And I'm sowing it to you. This is my first money I received in this place I'm working. I'm sowing it to you. I received it. God bless you. Now, at that time, I needed to pay for something. So, 20,000 naira had been taken off. off. But as I, when I turned, and I said, saying, Lord, where is the giving opportunity? And then the Lord said, she is the giving opportunity. <laughs> Amen. I said, she is the giving opportunity. So I called her back. I said, come. I want to sow back into your life. She said, how? So I said, hold on. I got the other 20,000 added to the 60,000, and so to her. She started crying. She said, when I was giving this money, I said, God, so you want to take this money from me? <laughs> Are you understanding me? You know, okay, your will be done. Are you understanding me? She, she said, you know, she was shocked. Now, I'm not saying if you bring your first word, I'll give you back. <laughs> you know, don't, don't, don't hope on that. Amen. <laughs> All right. You know, so, but I gave her. I said, go. Man, it was the, for her, it was the biggest miracle. That night, 800,000 dropped in the account. That was the money I was believing for. 
Are you listening to what I'm saying? Sometimes believers miss the giving opportunity. Inside of every harvest that you've received, there's a seed for the next harvest. You didn't hear me well, oh. You didn't hear me well. You didn't hear me well. Every harvest you receive, there is a seed inside that harvest for the next harvest. But a lot of times, people eat the seed in the harvest. This Christmas, harvest has been coming. People are like, oh, you are receiving. Remember, in that harvest, there is a seed. Amen. Amen. So, look out for the opportunity. I, was, I, I, I actually meant to even talk about this. You know, you know, most of the time, um, when we talk about giving, a lot of believers say, let them try it. We're not told to try it. It's a, it's a lifestyle. Amen? It's a lifestyle. If human beings stop planting and harvesting, all of us cannot live on this earth. Amen? That's how humanity is sustained. Amen? Amen. By planting, harvesting, and planting again, and harvesting, and planting. Okay. Okay. Let me believe that some of you have not eaten today. Amen? Please give me an example of what you eat tomorrow or in the evening. Uh, Alex Yang. Yes. Yes, I'm sure you will eat. Just give me an idea of what you will eat this evening. What will you eat this evening? After such a service. <laughs> okay. We just mentioned any fruit. Which fruit? Watermelon. Somebody planted it, Abi. Is that not so? So if you eat all the watermelon that they've harvested and they didn't plant another one, will you see another watermelon to eat? Amen. Who, who is eating something that is not watermelon-like? Amen. Let me call somebody that does not eat watermelon. <laughs> he does not eat watermelon. Amen. <laughs> Say, wait to me, watermelon. <laughs> is that one our food? <laughs> you know, it's in Abu for Nigeria. <laughs> Praise God. Maybe Alex has free watermelon in his compound. <laughs> There's nothing you want to eat now that someone did not plant to harvest. If something, you know, are you listening to me? Rice, beans, whatever it is. Yeah. If we stop planting those things, after a while, they won't be available to eat. Praise God. That's the same way also that God wants that cycle of harvest and seed to be in your life. Amen. Am I communicating? Yeah, it's the same way. Fasting. What is it about fasting? The greatest thing about fasting 
is what fasting does to you. Amen. What fasting does to the individual that is fasting. Isaiah 58. Let's look at Isaiah 58. Amen. King James, please. You are a cell leader. You don't have a day that you fast for yourself. You are a fake cell leader. You are a mayor. You don't have a day you fast for your fellowship. You are a fake mayor. In 2019, be original. Amen. Cry aloud. Spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet. And show my people their transgression. And the house of Jacob their sins. Verse 2. Yes, they seek me daily. And they like to know my ways. As a nation that did righteousness. And forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinance of just, ordinances of justice. And they take delight in approaching to God. Next verse. Just follow me. So verse 3 now. It now says, Wherefore have we fasted, say they. That's the, the, the house of uh, Jacob is saying that. Wherefore have we fasted, say they. And thou seest not. They are talking to God. We fasted and you are not seeing it. Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest no knowledge? Then God answered. Alright, behold is God's answer. Behold, in the day of your fasts, what happens? Ye find pleasure and exact all your labors. That means in the day of your fast, you are not supposed to find the pleasure and exact all your labors. Amen. Verse 4. Then he said, Behold, ye fast for strife and debates. Bet me. I will fast 21 days. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He said, That's what you are fasting for. You fast for strife and debate. And to smite with the feast of wickedness. You shall not fast as you do this day. That's his correcting how they are fasting. To make your voice to be heard on high. That means that fasting will make your voice to be heard. Amen. He's not saying that God is there for you. Amen. That means there's something fasting does to your spirit. Glory to God. Are we together? There's something fasting does to you. It does to your spirit. The Bible was sharing with us from 1 Corinthians 9.27. It said, but I keep under my body. Fasting is one way to keep under your body. Amen. And bring it under subjection. Fasting. Fasting is a discipline. That any believer that wants to lay hold on eternal life must practice. Amen. From time to time. Verse 5. It starts talking about the benefits of fasting. Listen to verse 5. Is it such a fast? Okay. It should be lower than verse 5. Is it such a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it to bow down his head and say, it's not just physical activity. Is it to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Would that call that a fast? An acceptable day to the Lord? Those are not the things about the fast. Go, go for that verse 6. I want to show you the benefits of fasting. Is not this the fast I have chosen? To lose the bands of wickedness. To undo heavy bodies. That means that because you are fasting, someone will be happy. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Okay, let me talk to some mothers now. If the Lord leads you, mommy, to fast, it doesn't mean that everybody in the house must suffer. Amen. Amen. Are we together? Amen. It's different from when the whole family is fasting. If the Lord led you to fast, 
The thing you will have eaten, you will give it to them. Amen. That they will be happy that you fasted. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. Maybe you work in an office where they, they give you food from the canteen lunchtime. Don't be the one that is fasting. You still carry the food home. You collect the breakfast, collect the lunch. You won't be dragging. They say, oh God, but I thought you were fasting. <laughs> if I'm fasting, so someone that is so fast will not break fast. Pray in tongues a little. In the name of Jesus. Verse 6. Is not this the fast that I have chosen? To lose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy bodies, and to let the oppressed go free. That moment of fast, if you have people that you are more angry against, you will set them free. Amen. And that ye break every yoke. Amen. Are you listening to me? That means that in your fast, you will give jubilee to people. You know what jubilee is? Freedom. There are some people that maybe they've offended you. They are, you know, maybe you're a soldier. You put a junior soldier in guard room. Are you understanding me? When you're fasting, because you're fasting, you release him. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Then the fast is complete. That's what the scripture was teaching. That ye break every yoke. Then verse 7. Is it not to deal your bread to the hungry? This is where I was going to. Amen. He's telling you the complete fast though. To deal your bread to the hungry. And that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house. When thou seest the naked, that thou cover him. And that thou hide not thyself from thy own flesh. Are we together? Verse 8. When you've done this, he said, then. Everybody say, then. <laughs> then shall thy lights break forth as the morning. And thine health shall spring forth speedily. And thy right... Fasting is always connected to the expression, the acts of righteousness. Amen. And thy righteousness shall go before thee. And the glory of the Lord shall be thy rare reward. Amen. How many of you want your light to break forth as the morning? Amen. He's telling you there's something about fasting. You stay back, you're reading scriptures, you are praying, confessing God's word over a period of time. You are set apart, separated from everything you would have been doing. You learn that and practice that consistently in 2000. Don't say, well, um, I'm the kind of person, I'm on one kind of diet that I cannot do without food. You can do without food. Amen. You can. Nothing will happen to you. Your life will only get better. Amen. My prayer for everyone is that prayer, fasting and giving will not be missing in your life.
Prayer and fasting is not for pastors and evangelists and apostles. It's for all believers. Amen. It's for every believer. It's for every believer. Start learning. Look at the testimony of children that are learning how to fast. That's a good thing. Amen. Start teaching them. If you've not fasted till 12, you now want to fast till 6. No. Start. I didn't say starve. Fast is different from starve. Starving means you are not eating, but you are not reading your Bible. Amen. <laughs> you are not praying. You are just checking time. Eight. Four hours to go. Nine. Three hours to go. Hey, God will have somebody. Oh. <laughs> Ten. Two hours to go. If I make it today, I know that I'm a really, really child of God. <laughs> Amen. Eleven. Twelve. Amen. Twelve. When the twelve was still clocking, the air by street. <laughs> you are learning how to starve. Amen. A fast means you are doing away with something for a higher purpose. Amen? And so you are committed to that higher purpose, which is reading the Bible and spending time in prayer and fellowship with God. That's the higher purpose. Amen? That's the higher purpose. So, you didn't fast today, you can repeat tomorrow. Amen? It would be a good day to fast. Amen. Yeah. So before the year ends, make sure that you engage in these things I'm talking about. Prayer, fasting, and giving. Amen. You have neighbors around you. Show them love. Don't be frying plantain. Open your window. <laughs> They only perceive, but they don't taste. <laughs> Amen. 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 Glory to God. You've been carrying chicken, passing the gate, passing the gate, passing the gate. Or the person that comes to throw away refuse, always throwing away all the intestines of the chicken. You've not thought of giving him something. Amen. Don't be that way. Ask your neighbor, has someone enjoyed something from you this Christmas? Amen. If nobody has enjoyed anything from you this Christmas, please, this night, tomorrow, look for something you can share. Amen. That your one indomie, don't eat it alone. Just tell someone, I won't cook indomie, you go chop. (laughs) You know, call them, share it. Start from there. Don't say, you know, you know those kind of food that say, when God 
Someone told me the same kind of thing yesterday. <laughs> oh God. Someone said, Man of God, the call of God upon your life is potent. I must support it. In short, God has called me to support your ministry. <laughs> this was 1996 or 97. The next time I saw the guy, uh, Maybe 2000 and I was married already, so 2010, 13 years later or so, I met him in Philly Station. So, man of God, I love what God is doing in your ministry. You know, I'm supposed to, <laughs> I was supposed to be waiting for him to sponsor the ministry. And someone said to me yesterday, say, I want to partner with your ministry in a big way. See, my heart. It's in a big way. <laughs> I didn't want to be sarcastic, so I didn't say anything. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Listen, that is a setup from Satan. If you have heard any voice like that, that told you that kind of thing, that you just know that Satan is on your case. Listen, God's pattern is start from where you are. Amen. That's God's pattern. You might not be able to give the 7.5 million we need, but you can give 750 naira. Give it. Give it! And wait for the day you give 7.5. And wait for the day you give 75. And wait for the day you give 750. And the day you give the 7.5 million. Are you understanding me? Start there. And say, what is my own in the midst of all this? It's just a drop of water in a mighty ocean. Please drop your water. <laughs> Drop it. Amen. Amen. Did you hear me? <laughs> I was so ashamed. Everybody was just giving big, big things. I just had this much. I just went back with it. What did you do? And I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> You wanted to eat it since. <laughs> Amen. Are we together? So start from where you are. Start from where you are. Lift your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Spirit of God. Open my eyes. To see as it is. To yield to you. In prayer. Giving and fasting. Amen. amen. Say loud, amen. amen. Say another, amen. amen. Don't forget that. Very important. Very important. So, most of the time, I said the transaction will not be complete. You spend time praying. You are praying, praying. Labor, 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 labor. You are praying. Listen, the Bible says, watch and pray. Some people are praying and they are blind and praying. No. Watch and pray. Let me explain what watch and pray means. As you are praying, you are observing for the opportunity of what you are praying for. Amen. As you are observing for the opportunity, also checking whether you need to pray, change the direction of your prayers. Are you listening to me? So you watch. Sometimes you say, be alert while praying. Amen. So you are praying. <laughs> I've seen people pray, and God has come. 
Come, Richard. What is this? Uh, okay, Richard is praying now. Kneel down somewhere. Be shaking your head. Be praying. There are some people that pray like that. Uh-huh. And he's praying. All he needs is one key. Are you understanding me? Oh God, oh God, you will not shame me like this because of one key. You will not shame me like this because of one key. God, show up. God, show up. God of faith to faith. God of. <laughs> And he's praying. Then, somebody comes and says, Hey, Richard, how far? Don't disturb me, I'm praying. That man is the answer. Are you understanding me? I'm not saying all the time, but in this case. I say, ah, Richard, um, I wanted to see you. I said, please, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to see anybody. I have serious uh, uh, Wait for me. Then the guy is waiting. Continue praying. I say, ah, should I? Drop the money or I should. I cannot wait again. No. Um, Richard, I, I just I want to you still shake his head. Okay. Maybe next time. <laughs> Do you know there are believers like that? Do you know there are believers like that? A lot of the time. A lot of the time. Go back to your seat. Somebody was praying one time. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let me say this. This was years ago. I will share my personal testimony. Then I will share someone else's experience. I was praying in our first church building, church facility. We were then. I was in faith for certain things. So I was on the altar praying. Somebody walked into the church there were one or two people in church anyway. So somebody walked into the church. And then from his house, the Spirit of God told him, Go now. Go now. So he came all the way from where he stays, far away, and came to Rumokuta to church. I was praying on the altar. Then the Spirit of God said to me, Stop praying. There's somebody I have sent to you. He had come into the church and he was sitting down. Then he said, Lord, I can't wait. And I need to deliver this thing. At the same time, the Spirit of God spoke to me. Someone is looking for you. So I stood up and turned. And someone was waiting for me. Amen. You know why? Because I was alert while I was praying. Am I communicating? Yeah. And the person delivered what he came for and left. Now, I've had a situation with someone where I was troubled in my heart. And I'm not saying it to in any way the person has learned better. And then it just occurred to me, call this person, call that person. This was years ago. So I called and the person was busy in the line. Busy in the line, you know. So, I tried a second time. I think, I can't remember the phone was off or so. I said, okay. I had a word. Are you understanding me? So I said, okay. 
Then, we got involved in some other things. I got very busy. Later, the person met me, uh, called and said, Oh, you were calling. That time, I was praying. What did you call about? I said, there was a... Um, there's a word in my heart, but... Uh, um, as you say it, say yes. <laughs> I said it, but the force with which it was in my heart when I was calling was in there. Amen. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now, let me explain something to you. Your personality can hinder you from receiving what God wants you to receive. Are you listening to me? Yeah. There are times where God overtakes your personality. Truly. But if that personality doesn't change over time, what will happen that you will still see that personality obstructing and frustrating the grace of God. Amen. Yeah. So as you are praying in this season, open your eyes to opportunities. Amen. Some of the opportunities will just be opportunities to show kindness. To honor someone. Amen. Take it. A young man was having a wedding. All the men of God that I know that are our friends were at that wedding. So, another pastor now called me and said, do you know that all of us came for this guy's wedding? And he's just a young man. Are you understanding me? He left many things to go for his wedding. So, and I asked, the ones that couldn't go were saying, why, why, I said, I mean, my heart was there. I sent him money. I did like this. Why couldn't you go? Oh, this is what happened. Why did you go? He said, man, it was in my heart that I should honor him. And I said, it was in my heart that I should honor him. That guy had honored everybody. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? It was just in everybody's heart to honor him. Those acts of generosity that will open for you, there are some transactions that it is what will complete the transaction. Are you listening to me? When you have believers that have hanging, hanging, there are many hanging, blessing, hanging, this one hanging, that one, that one hanging. That's the thing. I'm telling you, all those hanging things, they are incomplete transactions. Amen. Hello. Incomplete transactions. That's what they are. Incomplete transactions. Apostle Benga, his daughter was sick. They've done everything. The, woman, the, the young girl was just, life was just ebbing out. She was going. He had gone here, gone here, done this. They've taken her to hospital, brought her back. They didn't know what else to do. As he was somewhere, he just dropped in his heart. I told you since to give away your suits. Eh? Not suits. <laughs> eh? He went home. I don't know if some of you know Apostle Benga. He's a man of means. Amen? He's the first man I saw with a wristwatch that has a certificate. Amen. That means if, if, you, if you steal the watch, you can't even sell it. Are you understanding me? Eh? Uh-huh. So he gathered his suits, all of them. It has been his heart since, but he didn't do it. As he went and dropped the suit in the place he, he went to drop it. As he got home, the girl was just playing. She has woken up. He has lost his child for nothing. Are you listening to me? There are some transactions. Why that is so? No pastor can explain it to you. What? 
my brother, permit me to do this pigeon. Now so it be. Amen. That's just how it is. Reverend Chris, I can share a testimony about how he had this pain. He said he had spoken words to it. Declared what laid hands on himself when he felt he was under the power of God. He said the pain was not even responding to him. So one day, a man of God came to see him. It has been his heart. As a man of God came to see him, he was cutting the guy out. Then he just dropped in his heart that he just received a new, brand new Mercedes. I don't know if it's a Beast or S-Class, one of those brand new Mercedes-Benz cars. Unused. And the children had, let this car follow this man. He called him and said, please, this car is your car. Ah! Hey! Take the key. As the man was driving the car out of the compound, the pain left with him. Why that is so? Are you understanding me? Nobody will be able to explain to you, but listen to me. By reason of experience, it has always been like that. So as you are praying and fasting, opportunities for generosity and honor will show. Take advantage of them. Amen? Take advantage of them. Take advantage of them. And you'll be amazed to see that transactions will be completed. There are some of you, that's compensation. Amen? Yeah. Let's stand on your feet. Let's just pray. We're going to take two or three prayer points. Very short ones. I want you to pray a prayer today. The prayer is, Lord, open my eyes to my paths in acts of generosity. Amen. That I have ignored. Open your mouth and pray that prayer. Acts of generosity or acts of honor I have ignored. Open my eyes to it. Pray that prayer for yourself. Open my eyes to acts of generosity, acts of honor I have ignored. Because maybe I didn't even know. Open my eyes to it. In these seasons of prayer, in these seasons of fasting, in these seasons of prayer and fasting, let our eyes be open to those acts of generosity, those acts of honor that are our paths. In the name of Jesus. Sit down for a moment. 
I was going to eat as a bachelor, a university student. I had a particular amount of money. But I didn't think the money was going to be enough. On my way, under the sun, I saw an elderly man, you know, as was passing. It just dropped in my heart that I should give him all that I was with. So I'd walked past him. I turned back. I said, Papa, take. He held my hand. And he just started blessing me, you know. That he was so hungry, you know. Just started blessing me. I left there that day. You know, there are things that have happened that you will look back, you will know that <laughs> the most high ruled in the affairs of men. Amen. And I saw a bountiful harvest. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening to me? Bountiful harvest. 2002, we were I was just praying, and the Spirit of God told me, asked me, will you do something for me? I said, what? He said, gather your team and go to a village for me. So, we gathered our team. It was towards the end of that year. And we went to a village for a crusade. Church was not as it is now. So, it was much effort on our part at that time. We went to that village. We gave gifts. We gave, gave free notebooks to children from primary one to SS3. We gave clothes. We ministered to people. People got filled. We saw miracles. And we came back. God didn't promise me anything. He just said, will you do something for me? Years later, the Spirit of God told me, it's when you went there that I opened the doors of the nations to you. I would never have known that going to that village was going to open the doors of nations. He said, as you went to that village, I opened the doors of the nations to you. There are acts of generosity. Acts of honor. Amen. I was in a restaurant. I was alone, out of town. I was passing, and I saw a man of God. I'm not close to him, but as a man of God, I honor from afar. If I mention the name, some of you will know. So I was going. I was in my heart. No, 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 no. It's not by accident that you saw him. So I ran back to my room, gathered all the cash I could muster, came to where they were, and sowed my seed. Amen. If it didn't enter my heart, I would have skipped it. But I understood that that opportunity opened for me. Amen. Are you with me? Sometimes it could just be somebody. It could just be, you know, just don't joke with all those 30s stories. An old woman walking with walking sticks, you know, I met her and I helped her carry her load. Don't joke with those stories, oh. <laughs> Don't joke with them, oh. <laughs> Don't joke with them, oh. Amen. The lessons in that story 
are destiny molding lessons. People treat some people anyhow, just behave, just misbehave, just, you know. Then they're wondering why certain things are not changing. How? Have you not read what Jesus said? He said, when I was in prison, you visited me. When I was hungry, you fed me. He said, when, when did I see you in prison? He said, ah, that time you went to see that guy. It was me. Amen. <laughs> so listen to me. Jesus will show up as your security man. He will show up as that non-entity. You had better see him. Amen. Are you listening to me? You had better see him. So watch and pray. Watch and pray. As you are praying, be observing. Where is God? You know, say, oh, no, God will come from here. No, he can come from here. He can come from here. He can come from anywhere. But as Ken Hagen will say, he said, there are so-called Pentecostals and Charismatics that if the Holy Ghost was wearing a red hat and walking on the street, they would not recognize him. They would recognize him. But they call themselves Charismatics and Pentecostals. People of God, if the Holy Ghost walks into your streets, walks around you as a small boy, you should recognize him. He comes around as a neighbor you even know, you should recognize him. Praise God. Now, are there people that I have said who will not help the person? Yes, so plenty. There are places you will give your money to, you will be broke for a very long time. Hear me. Hear me. There are people there are places that if your money enters that place, it will frustrate you. Are you hearing me? Some people don't know what we are talking about. I don't think we are playing games here. There are some places you should never sit to. And may God give you the wisdom to know the difference. So there are some people that will come. Say, please help me. And there is no help. Oh, please, I can't help. Amen. I don't like when people put pressure on me to do something. Because I was generous before I knew anybody. Amen. So, if it's, and it's not, no, no, no. They don't force it. Though. They don't force it. So, I'm not saying that as you're on the road now, everybody you see, if you buy, give some people money, the smoky boy come back and shoot you. <laughs> ah, I'm high now. Thank you for making me high. Boom. <laughs> Amen. But there are people that you are the one to answer their cry. And inside their cry is your own answer. Amen. Are you understanding me? Inside their own cry is your own answer. Your eyes will open. The testimony you will share is that now I am seeing those opportunities. And I'm thinking, and let me tell you something. They are all small, small. So the opportunity, there are always things you can do. Amen. There are always things you can do. And things you can easily say, I will not do. But there are things you can do. There are things you can do. So if you have stock of clothes, things you are not using, you don't want to give it to anybody. Amen. You just like looking at it. Looking at it. Hey, see the plenty things I have. You don't know that the reason why the business has not gone to the next level is that those things have not gone out of the house. Amen. 
Send them out. Give it out. Give it out. Give it out. Praise the Lord. Some of you have three phones. You don't have work. You have three phones. <laughs> Amen. And you have people around you. They don't have any phone. Every time you see a person, it comes to your heart. Give him a phone. You say, God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. God forbid. In the name of Jesus, God forbid. <laughs> you are fighting it. If it keeps coming to your heart, give, give that person the phone. Give that person one of the phone. Give the person the phone. Release the phone. It might be your employment. Release the phone. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Release the phone. Have you not seen people that held on to something until now got missing? Or got spot? Amen. What I'm saying is that those acts of generosity are connected to the things that will happen in future. Amen. Your 2019, some of them are connected to acts of generosity that are already around you now. Nobody will eat that thing. Instead, let it spoil. Even Satan is more generous. Hallelujah. Before we come for 31st night, 31st night will be a whirlwind of the prophetic. But let me tell you how it will carry you. Before you come for that night, spend time praying for that service. Amen. On your own. Spend time praying. Spend time praying. You will get more from the meeting because you prepared more for it. Amen. You will get more from the meeting because you prepared more for it. And when you come, what will come? Words that you can travel with through the year. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? Yeah. Bow your heads for a moment. Thank you, Lord Jesus. While we're praying for the months of the year, we got to the month of August and we had to pray twice. And uh, I want you to be conscious. We're not about to close, so I don't know where people are going to. Amen. You see how people miss moments. You are switching me off. I was entering a flow now. Amen. You know, some people don't know the anointing, how the anointing works. They don't understand how the anointing works. <laughs> we'll start again. Pray in tongues for a moment. The whole earth is filled with your glory. The whole earth is filled with your glory. The whole earth is filled 
with your glory worthy the the whole of the sphere the whole of the sphere with your glory thank you lord the concerning you 2019 will be a year of multiple appointments multiple appointments this specifically to someone in Yenegua church multiple appointments multiple appointments there was a testimony from one of you about how the person got a property supernaturally. And the Spirit of God is showing me that those testimonies will become commonplace in Yenegua Church. Commonplace. Many more. 
will have the same testimony of landed property at their beck and call based on their own conditions in the name of Jesus. That particular person in Yenagoa that has pulled the prophetic to that place, hear God's word. There will be sustenance for you coming from out of Bielsa states, outside Bielsa states. As a matter of fact, in 2019, the resources that will come to you from outside Bielsa will be more than everything you've ever had from Bielsa states. Your testimony will not be a hidden testimony. The same people that are hearing the testimony that don't know you will know you because of this testimony. Those acts of generosity and honor that you were led to, stay with them. Stay with them. Stay with them. Stay with them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Pray in tongues for a minute or two. We just have a minute or two. there's some of you as we're praying for the different months of the year there are some months that there is some extra light shining on those months for you take note of those months take note of those months concerning August I'll talk about it another time. Just asterisk it. You will remember this meeting. Amen. So while you were praying, some of you, there's some months that just stood out for you. Take note of them. Hallelujah. Take note of them. Take note of them. But I want to assure you, you have subdued months. If you joined in the prayers, you have subdued months. That was the direction the Spirit of God led us. We've had countless now. There are now countless compensation testimonies. Mind-boggling ones. When we were praying the prayer, it didn't sound like, you know, but you, you, you need to hear the testimonies. That's how you hear testimonies of months that were subdued in prayer. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. Sister dear, there will be more awards. So. There will be more awards. There will be more awards. Hands will be stretched. That are not hands from heaven. But a hand from heaven will withstand the other hands that were stretched. And there will be more awards. There will be more awards. I saw many hands stretched. Trying to take what was not given. But I saw a greater hand stretched and withstanding. It withstood over the other hand and stopped the hands. And awards, more awards will come by the supernatural power of God. And awards that are not for your level. Awards that are not for your status. There will be adjustments and adjustments that will be made. And those awards will come to you. By the anointing of the Spirit. Sister Joy, God is beautifying your life. Watch. Watch. Six months from now, you'll be totally different from what you used to be. Just follow him one step at a time. God has your matter in his hands. He's working in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. You will answer your name. You will answer your name. You answer your name. You answer your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, 31st night. I see a whirlwind of the prophetic. It is in that whirlwind I talked about that the anointing came upon me. I see a whirlwind of the prophetic. To be forceful. And it's for you. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands and thank him. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory. We have a special song after that. We're going to the offerings and all that. But I want to encourage you. I want to say this to you. Um, um, next year, January actually, we are going to be in that place again as we were two years back when we needed to pay $15 million for the property.